This is the Six Figure Creative Podcast, episode 151. Welcome to the Six Figure Creative Podcast, where our mission is to help you turn your creative passions into a stable, reliable income. If you're in audio, video, design, photography, or really any other creative field, and you just want to learn from other successful creatives, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the Six Figure Creative Podcast. Actually, not not welcome back. Welcome to the first episode of the Six Figure Creative Podcast. I am your host, Brian Hood, and I'm here with my big, bald, beautiful, purple-shirted co-host, Christopher J. Graham. How are you doing today, my dude? So good now. Oh my gosh. Yes. This yes. took so, us a while, but we're back. Yes. So for anyone who this is the first time you've ever heard of this podcast, this is the Six Figure Creative Podcast. We have just rebranded from a podcast called the Six Figure Home Studio, where we have been for 150 episodes talking about the business of running a recording studio. This is the first episode that we have reshifted and rebranded into the Six Figure Creative because now we're branching out to learn from other creatives. That's the whole point behind this podcast is we now want to learn from other creatives. And we want to kind of give you in this episode what to expect on this podcast, why to listen to this podcast, why to listen to us at all, and what you can expect moving forward with the Six Figure Creative Podcast. So the first thing I want to address before we really, really dive into this is why the name? And are we, it's like some scammy podcast. What's the, what's the one like blogger that was like, knowledge man like he's in front of his Lamborghinis yeah people like that no shade to him like I'm sure he's like a good dude or something I don't I don't really know the guy but people like that the whole like Ferrari Lamborghini lifestyle person like they give podcasts like ours a bad name and we kind of did it to ourselves in naming ourselves the six figure creative so I want to address that before anything else because I don't want people turned away from that we don't talk about money just for the sake of money. We are just talking about building a sustainable business with your creative passions. You hear it in our intro. We talk about that. We just want people to, whatever that number is, six figures, whatever that means to you, that's too high. That's too low. I can never make that much. Or I won't even wake up out of bed to, to make that much. I expect to make seven figures. That's some people. Just insert whatever monetary amount or whatever thing motivates you. We're just here to, to learn from other entrepreneurs and to share what we've learned as entrepreneurs uh, along the way. We just want to help share information, to help people speed up their journeys to their creative passion. And when we say entrepreneur, what we mean as creatives is people who have a passion and they want to do it all damn day long for money. To me, that's success. The freedom to well, do the work that you want to do. And let me, let me talk about that again. You just said for money because that, that puts this icky feeling on the yeah, creative side yeah, of okay. things. Because we have to keep in mind, not everyone has been on this journey for 150 episodes. And so when we start talking about money, oh my gosh, I feel icky now because I'm going to get paid for something that I love to do all day. Anyways, listen, 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 listen. The reason we are called the Six Figure Creative, the reason we talk about money, the reason we're doing all this stuff is because if we want to be able to do something we love for a living, we have to be paid for it. There's just no other way to do it. You can't sit around all day doing the thing that you love to do for free because now that's just a hobby and hobbies don't feed your kids. Hobbies don't pay your bills. Hobbies don't pay your rent, your mortgage, your debt, whatever you have to to pay for. Six Figure Creative, we just want to make sure you're monetizing something that you love to do instead of waking up, going to like a day job that you hate, what I call a soul-sucking day job. Not all day jobs are bad, but if if it's a job that sucks your soul away, that's a bad thing that'll poison your creativity. I just wanted to make art for a living. That's how I got into this. I think that's how we all got in, got into it. But I think the problem is you either can't find enough customers and then you feel like that's a reflection on you as a creative. It might not be. It might just be a reflection on your lack of knowledge about basic, high quality, high integrity marketing techniques. But at the same time, maybe you have too many customers, but you never raised your rate like me (laughs) back in the day and you never raised your rate. And now you're having like a panic attack every day because you just can't keep up with the work and your clients aren't worth enough 
to you for you to be able to sustain what you're doing over the long term. So let's talk about who this podcast is for. Well, this is not just going to be a blanket statement, but I'm going to give you a general idea of who this is for. This is for creative freelancers who offer a service, not necessarily like an Etsy person who makes like arts and crafts. That's a creative field, but though you'll learn a lot from this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you could, you still can. Like I said, this is not a blanket statement, but we're just, we're just telling you who, who we are and who we're really speaking to when we make episodes and when yeah. we go after people for interviews. This is the kind of person we have in mind, creative freelancers who offer a service. So photography, videography, graphic design, illustration. Chris and I's background is in actually in producing music. So I, I grew up as a uh, recording engineer, music producer, mixing engineer. Chris has done mastering work. So that's kind of our background, but we do creative services for our clients and that's who we're speaking to when we do this yeah. podcast. So did I leave any other kind of like groups of people out of that list, Chris, that I should have mentioned? Freelance writers, yes. I would say, uh, fall into this category as well. But th- that's the thing. The beauty of, of creativity is that there are going to be jobs a year after this podcast launches that didn't exist right now that are creative freelancers providing a service. That's exciting. This is the number one growth industry in the world, and it always has been. That's my argument. Yep. So one of the things that I want to discuss as to why to listen to this podcast is something that I believe holds true in most creative freelance service industry world things. This is like a a fundamental truth. The best creative isn't necessarily the one who always gets hired. So you kind of, you understand this. If you're a photographer or videographer, maybe your competitor got hired, but you do better work. You're a, you're a music producer and the person that does inferior work to you got hired instead of you. This is going to happen all the time. We're going to hopefully help you solve that problem. I think one of the things that's so heartbreaking about being a creative is you see people who lack talent, but who are getting the project that you wanted, that they lack something, at least you feel like they do. They're not as good as you in some area, but the client went with them instead. We see this on the radio all the time. Why is this piece of crap song even on the radio when there's this amazing song nobody's heard of? Being a creative is by its very nature kind of heartbreaking. We want to give you the tools to be able to fight in this battle, to be able to get your creative work seen and heard and to make it sustainable so that you can do this for a living for the long run. There's all this mythology around being a creative. There's all of these ideas about what you can and cannot do. And many of them are lies. There's certain ones that are, you know, in the audio world, you know, we like to use analog gear for some reason. You're not a real audio engineer unless you use analog. That's not true. There's similar, you know, issues in videography. You have to use a full frame camera or you're not a real video. There's all these rules that don't exist. One of the biggest rules that exists for creatives as a whole, for what I like to call the fellowship of creatives, one of these biggest lies is that in order to be a good artist, you must be a starving artist. Lies, not true, not true at all. There are so many unbelievable, earth-shaking artists that are filthy rich. And that's okay. Well, there's also many, many artists who will never be discovered because they couldn't make it work. And a lot of times they can't make it work because they can't devote the time, effort, and energy necessary to make it work because they don't have the full package of what's necessary to be successful. So one example I'm going to give, we were watching In the Heights last night. It's a movie that just came out recently is the time we aired this episode. Uh, it's a Broadway play adapted for movies and it's done by the, a guy you've probably heard of the maker of Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And as we left the movie, incredible movie, by the way, go watch it if you're a fan of musicals and stuff. My wife said something. She's like, man, this guy, he wrote every single word to this, all this melodies, all the songs, and he acted in it. He's just like, we are so lucky to be in a generation where someone that talented can provide us with entertainment like that. And on the way out, I'm thinking, yeah, but how many people are we 
missing because they didn't have the confidence or the connections or the know-how to make it in this world. How many people like Lin-Manuel Miranda do we just not ever know existed because they couldn't quite make it work? And so I'm not saying we're going to save the next person that is like that, but I'm hoping that we can help out as much as we possibly can by bringing our own insights and bringing on guests who can help our listeners so that they are equipped to make it as a creative. Oh, Brian, that is so right on. So I've got a couple thoughts based on what you just said. I'm so glad you didn't tell me anything of what you were going to say just then that we did all that did it all just live. So I am an aspiring photographer. I love photography. I buy vintage lenses all the time. You know, I work with Sigma Photo. Uh, I'm sponsored by them. Yeah, you're the person who, when we talk about gear is not the solution to your problems, you're the person <laughs> we're talking to, Chris. Right. But I love photography. In photography, there's a lot of different skills that you need to be creative in to do great work. You need to have a great creativity when it comes to color so that you can compose interesting pictures from a color perspective. There's also a geometry aspect of getting pictures that have you know, an interesting geometry that leads your eye. I'm better at the geometry creativity than I am at the color creativity. These are two different arts within photography. And so I do a lot of black and white photography because I understand black and white photography. I'm still working on color. What's your point? <laughs> My point is that the business of photography is another one of these creative arts within photography as a whole. So while you might be really good at black and white and terrible at color, that doesn't make you a bad creative. If you're really good at black and white and good at business, you've got a pretty good shot at building a career in photography. If you're pretty good at black and white and good at color and not good at business, you don't have a very good chance at sustainability as a creative in photography. Yeah. And, and we see this, all, I'm glad you finally got to the point there, Chris. <laughs> we see this in all areas. I, I want to actually make one, one quick point here. On our podcast, we're not here to really talk about the skills of any creative field. We're not going to talk about black and white photography or color photography. We're not going to talk about making music. We're gonna, these are the areas that we, there's plenty of other podcasts and resources out there about creating the actual art. We're not going to talk about like what lens you should use to be a professional photographer or what microphone you need to be a professional recording engineer. We're not going to talk about the tools. Yeah. We want to talk about the philosophies and the principles not the tool. The tools are nice. And sometimes some tools help you do things that no other tool will help you do. But that's not it's that's 2% of the conversation, in my opinion. So to kind of bring this back on on track here, our vision for this podcast moving forward is you, you mentioned something, Chris, that I love this phrase we will adopt it and probably use it from now on the fellowship of creatives. We want to create create essentially a fellowship of creatives that we can all learn and grow from some of the interviews we have lined up on this podcast already that we've already recorded are freaking amazing. Like I yeah. cannot wait for some of you people to hear what we're doing. Like one of the other big benefits of this, just from learning from each other is also getting different perspectives. One of the upcoming guests we have is making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year off of Fiverr. And that offers a perspective as someone myself who has always been anti-Fiverr. I always tell people, and I've, I've been so blanket statement about this, like stay off of Fiverr, those things devalue you. Well, it's good to get another perspective because whether or not I, I really agree with getting on Fiverr is irrelevant we have a perspective of someone that's earning multiple six figures a year on Fiverr. And that's why I love the fellowship of creatives because we can see different perspectives. Chris and I, we don't have all the answers for you. We never pretended to, we never will have all the answers. So that's, it's great that we are now branching out doing more interviews so that we can start getting other perspectives, even perspectives that challenge us, even perspectives that go against yes. what we may have said or believed because that's the way creativity is. It is, there is no blanket statement to this. 
I love that, which is ironic because there is no blanket statement to this. Is uh, <laughs> You guessed it, a blanket statement. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I- I'm so excited to share all these interviews that we've done because I'm learning faster than I have ever learned podcasting with you before. I'm taking notes with our guests and being like, oh my gosh, I need to do that. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that was the thing. Oh, like I'm learning so fast. And I think that our audience as a whole is going to, like we're about ready to, to go into overdrive compared to our last season of the podcast. So now let's kind of bring things to us, Chris, because one of the biggest issues with listening to a new podcast, if you're just tuning into this podcast for the first time, is should I invest into this podcast as a listener? And I think one of the important parts of that is the relationship you have as a listener with the hosts. So I, I, it, we have to talk a little bit about us. Not that you care about us, because again, you, the listener, this is all about you. We, we're trying to make this a podcast a win for you, but we do have to tell you about our background so you understand where we come from, so you know yep. our perspectives, so that you can make your own decision of whether you want to listen to our advice or throw it aside. And that's up to you. We're not going to claim to be the one with all the answers, but we do know a little bit about business that we've- We're not creative Jesuses. <laughs> right. But we are creative. We're successfully creative. So uh, Chris's background is, again, in audio. He is a mastering engineer. He's built a, uh, multi- he's made multiple six figures and six figure a year business in- as a mastering engineer. And you've been doing this for years. So that is like the, your background and the way you started. And uh, you can tell people about me because I don't want to talk about myself. <laughs> That's yeah. why I started with you. Well, Brian is a producer and a mix engineer. He got his start in metal and he was in a band. Heavy metal, by the way, not heavy like, metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to watch one of your old music videos from your old band with my kids. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. nope. Hit that guy's on fire. I'm going to turn this off. It was intense. Yeah. And then you got into recording music in the studio and that took off and it blew up. And then lo and behold, we joined a mastermind group of a number of people in the music recording industry and we bonded over a love of spreadsheets yeah, <laughs> and systems and business books and eventually coffee. Yeah. And we started this podcast. I just did it as an excuse to hang out with you. And then it went viral and I turned into a business coach. Yeah. So just real quick, it, it, was, it took me about six years to have my first six-figure year as a recording studio. Before we get into the podcast today, let me tell you a little something crazy about myself. I'm actually a psychic and I'm going to prove it to you. You and I, we've probably never met, but I bet I can describe your business better than you can. Here's what my crystal ball says. You probably have no idea how to get clients other than waiting around for referrals and word of mouth. You're stuck in a perpetual cycle of feast or famine. So you have wild income swings from month to month. You're charging way less than you should and you know it, but you don't do anything about it. You feel like you have a million things you could be doing in your business and you have no idea what you should be focusing on. And you have tons of little half-built bridges leading to nowhere because you've jumped from thing to thing to thing as a dabbler. Am I right? Does this sound eerily similar to you? That's because I've been in your shoes and I've worked with thousands of freelancers who've also been there. So I'm not a psychic. My crystal ball is not real. I just have a really clear understanding of what freelancers are facing today. And if I can predict your problems, you can bet I actually have a solution to these problems. It's called client acquisition. We talk about this all the time on the podcast, but for some reason, freelancers still haven't really figured this out yet. This is why I created Clients by Design Coaching. It's a truly unique coaching program that helps you build your own client acquisition machine so you can break out of this feast or famine cycle that most freelancers never escape. So here's how our approach is unique. First, we do a deep dive on your business, we figure out what's missing, and we give you a complete marketing roadmap right from the start. So no more dabbling, no more guesswork, just a clear path to getting more clients. You always know what your next step is because we actually assign specific tasks to you. So instead of feeling overwhelmed, instead of feeling scattered, you can just focus on your next step. That's it. We give you unlimited feedback on everything you do so you can feel confident that every single step you're taking is the right one. 
and we hold you accountable. Not by nagging you, but just by genuinely supporting and cheering you on every step of the way. If you're behind on any steps we've assigned to you, we'll proactively reach out and see how we can help. Clients by Design is not a course. We look at it like a partnership. We'll always show up. We'll always give you what you need, but you have to be willing to put in the work. This program is not for everyone, and that is okay. As of right now, I just checked the numbers. We've only approved about 25% of the applicants we've gotten so far, and that's because we are selective. We only accept your application if we believe we can truly help you. So if you're ready to end your feast or famine cycle and build a client acquisition machine, you can apply for Clients by Design by going to sixfigurecreative.com slash coach. That's the number sixfigurecreative.com slash coach. Now here's our show. And along that journey, there was a, there was a point where, and I'm not going to go into the full story here because there's other places I talk about this, but there's a point where I had my kind of my entrepreneur like spark lit. It was, I was um, with someone who was a restaurant owner and he shared with me how he built his business. And it was just super interesting. And I started listening to podcasts and going on that kind of journey that you may be going on right now. And so our goal now is like taking what we've learned and just share it with people. Like we're not trying to scam you out of anything. We're not trying to tout ourselves as someone who is more than we really are. We are someone who doesn't have all the answers, but we have some answers and we're willing to share and be an open book to people. Chris and I are very open about things. You want to go listen to the first 150 episodes. Mm-hmm. Most of them will be relevant to you, regardless of whether or not you're an audio engineer, a recording engineer, a music producer. If you're a creative freelancer, most of those first 150 episodes on this podcast are still relevant to you. And you can hear more about our backstory and a little bit more about us and those if you're interested. Well, and that's one of the, th- one of the reasons we launched this podcast is we were making a podcast for people that ran recording studios. And we kept getting people all the time reaching out like, hey, I'm actually a really successful brewery owner or, you know, I make guitar pickups for a living. We had all these people that weren't making recording studio businesses that started listening to the show and getting tons out of it. One of our first interviews is with somebody who built a, a lyric video company where they make YouTube videos for artists. It's got nothing to do with recording studios, but he benefited a lot from the podcast. And although, by the way, it's, it's the next episode you're going to hear after this one. And it's freaking amazing. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I still got to say it's one of our best episodes ever. And I, and Agreed. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just talk about now really quick about what to expect from this podcast, because I just want to make sure we kind of set the stage and just note that anything we say here could change. Like if you listen to episode one and we talk about <laughs> our you know, the very episode one of this podcast where we talk about setting the stage for the six figure home studio. It really Creative, didn't which means that. we're going to come up with better ideas than what we already have someday. Yeah. 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 So like, this is, this is where we think we're going to start and who knows where we end up going, but we're going to do a few things. The first is expert interviews. And I put in my outline here, I put the word expert in quotations because <laughs> that's, that's kind of like a dirty word, like experts. They're all over the internet and there's like, it's kind of the scammy world. So like what we mean is like people who are out there doing the work. They're in the trenches doing it themselves. And we try to find those people and then bring them on the podcast to learn from them. They're not the people that are out there just being gurus and driving around Lamborghinis and stuff, but we're we're trying to find the people that are actually doing it and bring them on the podcast and just drill in and get as much out of them as we can and then become friends with them because we want to have friends in this creative world to to build our creative fellowship. Totally. And I think one of the things that's fascinating about this entire idea of bringing on quote unquote experts is when we say experts, what we mean is that they're doing something nobody else is doing. To me, expert means that they are blazing a new path. Creatives blaze new paths. It's what we do. If you are not uh, blazing a new path somewhere, it's borderline not a creative career. You have to be doing something new. Well, also, like I'm sure everyone understands, especially in photography, videography, especially in music, like it's so much more saturated than it was 10 years ago. 
Yep. So if you do want to be successful, you have to do something new or interesting or different. You have to have a good answer for the question. Why wow. should someone so hire you instead of the person down the road? If you don't have an answer to that, you're going to continuously struggle. Yeah. You'll get side projects here and there and yeah, it'll be a side hustle for you. But if you ever want to make this a full-time uh, business from your passion, then it's going to be a struggle if you don't have a good answer or a good solution to that, that, that problem of why should someone hire you yeah. or someone else. And that's where we, we start talking about people that are pushing the boundaries in some way, shape or form. Well, and you can even go one further and say, what type of project would you be the best in the world at? That's pushing boundaries. That's blazing a new path. And having people like that, that are doing something totally random, totally unique, that's fascinating to me. You know, Anthony, that's on, the, on the, our next episode, it's the number one company in the world as far as lyric videos go. They make more and they make better lyric videos than anybody else. And they've worked with artists that you've heard of. That's weird. Who sets out and says, I want to be the number one lyric? It's a bizarre niche that you fall into and then end up mastering. And to me, that's the most interesting thing, which isn't to say, let's talk about niching real quick, Brian. We don't have this on our outline. We're going to talk a lot about the power of niching, about why doing one thing extremely well is really good from a business standpoint. But what that doesn't mean is that the niche that you choose is the only creative work that you are allowed to do. Yeah, I, I call it, you're, you're dating the niche, you're not marrying the niche. Yeah, so you find a niche that you dominate in, that you get paid well and that you enjoy doing. And if that goes well, that should give you the opportunity to go on side quests, to do side projects where you are working on a project that's just interesting to you. It doesn't necessarily make you any money. Maybe there's a possibility that it will someday. That's how photography is for me. It's not my, my main thing. It's not my niche. It's a side quest. It's a side project and I love it and it nourishes me and makes me better as a creative in the areas where I am going after it. So let's continue on what to expect on this podcast. The next thing is what I call in the trenches with, with Chris and I. So for those who haven't heard or don't know, I'm actually starting a new, another, another new business called Good Fortune Media. And this is a podcast production agency that I'm starting. And this is the first new service business I've started since 2009. So this is really fun because my studio, 456 Recordings, was started so long ago that, you know, starting a new business from scratch today is so much different than it was before. So now I'm getting to basically start from the very beginning and I get to be mm. in the trenches and it creates so much fun new content that I'm going to bring to this podcast. And that is bringing something that I call in between episodes for, for this podcast. So we've never had this before. As I come across something that's interesting or as Chris comes across something that's interesting or fun or engaging to talk about, we're going to pop on and just do random episodes that are going to come out in between our, our numbered episodes. So you see like episode 151, you might see an in-between episode before the next episode comes out. And so you're just going to see these unnumbered episodes come out on the podcast. And here's the thing. These episodes might be the like felt cute, might delete later kind of episodes where we just put them up and like, or they might be time sensitive or something. You never know, but we may delete them later. So if you want to make sure you get every single one of those little in-between episode episodes, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so that you get updates and notifications whenever things go live. That's the only call to action you're going to get in this podcast for subscription because that's the most overused thing in podcasting. But, but we do have now that we're like, I'm starting a brand new business from scratch in the creative freelance world. It's going to be really fun to get content from that, which is one of the reasons I'm building that new business. If I'm being completely honest, Chris, <laughs> I love it. So as we kind of wrap this intro episode up here, just make sure every single Tuesday morning at 6am, you're checking your podcast feed for a new episode that goes live. And then randomly, we have no schedule for this. The in-between episodes will be coming out as Chris and I come up with content that we want to share on the podcast. Some might be short episodes. Some could be full length episodes. It just depends on what we're working through in our businesses that week. Yeah, I can't wait, man. This is going to be so fun. Yeah. 
last week, by the way, we did a bunch of episodes. Oh no, this week. <laughs> yeah, this is like our fifth episode this week. <laughs> yeah, this is our fifth episode this week. And this is the most fun I've ever had podcasting. Like to just do it way more. It's nice. That was really creepy, dude. And, and so now <laughs> if you're brand new to this podcast, you're kind of getting the feel of the Burton Ernie vibes here. Like, yeah, Chris is the goofy one that I have to kind of rein in, but he's also fun and you kind of love him, even though he's, he's, he's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> A work in progress. A work in progress. I mean, I am too, but you know. So I think that's a good place to end this episode. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to add, Chris. Usually you have some nice, poignant, long th- okay. spiel at the end that we call the mic drop moment. Beginning now, I want to speak to directly to our, our OG fans, people that are coming with us back from the Six Figure Home Studio. We love you guys, and we are so excited to be back podcasting. Thank you for your patience with us. The last year has been complicated. Yeah. We'll talk about that more later. We'll probably get a few more tidbits, especially maybe a full in-between episode of why it's taken so long. Has it been eight yeah. months now? I don't know. September. It's the craziest story eight I've months. ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And yeah. I, that's I not mean, an it's, exaggeration. It's nuts. Yeah. It's it'll like maybe national news stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it actually might. Yeah. You might actually see it in the news. So we'll leave you with that. Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs>